I have a coffee shop that I go to sometimes to do work to kind of give myself a different atmosphere than my home office. And I don't know if you're this way, but there's a certain place I like to sit when I go there. It was the first place I sat and I'm like, okay, this is my favorite place to sit. It's got a comfortable booth. The other side is a table, so you're not smashed in. And I sit in the booth side for two reasons. One, it's more comfortable because it's softer. But two, there's also a plug that's right there. And isn't it funny how when we have that place we go to all the time, we kind of get that ownership where, hey, this is my seat. This is where I sit. And it's funny, I'll go in the coffee shop sometimes and someone else is sitting there. And, and I'm just like, what are you doing? Don't you know that's my place? That's mine. Even though this is a public restaurant, I really, that's my spot and you need to move. I don't know if you feel that way, but I get that way a lot of times. And the funny is when you're going to work somewhere, especially nowadays, if you bring your computer and you're kind of doing that digital nomad thing sometimes, you got to have a plug. Plugs are all important. And getting near plugs is kind of an art form in some places, you know, because your computer can't work sometimes if it's not plugged in. If your battery is about to die, then you got to plug in. And the problem is a lot of times in life, we start living where we're not really getting the power we need. You see, we stay plugged in all the time as men, and we never learn how to unplug. You see, we're kind of the opposite of our devices. We have to unplug to be connected. We have to unplug to get energized. The problem is, as men, if we don't know how to unplug, it hurts us. And we're not really going to make the difference we could make with our life. So what we're going to do today talk about unplugging, why it's hard for men, and how we're also going to find out some tips of what we can do to unplug. I'm not just going to tell you, you know, stuff and not give you some tips. We're going to go through some of the details of things you can do today to start unplugging, which will actually energize your life better. So let's jump in. Welcome to the Confident Man Podcast, empowering men with the confidence they need to live their adventure. Now, here is your host, David Maxwell. Hey guys, welcome to the Confident Man Podcast. We're talking today about why men don't unplug. Now, plugging in and unplugging are things that we're kind of used to today because we have so many devices. Like if you have a Bluetooth device that hooks to your phone, like I have some earphones that I wear all the time. I love them. They're noise canceling, but I got to remember to plug them in or they're going to run out of power. It's just the way it is. You got to charge up your phones. You got to, you do all that. Heck, I remember when smartphones first came out, people would be all over the place at airports and other things, just trying to plug their phone in. I mean, people would be sitting on the floor because there's a plug somewhere. They don't care. People want to plug their stuff in. Now, batteries have gotten better, and with power banks, it's not really as big a deal as it used to be. But it's funny, the devices we have, as I said earlier, they get plugged in to get refreshed. But as men, we have to unplug to get refreshed. How you get energized as a man is really unplugging from life, unplugging from all the stuff. Now, understand we're men, we're doers. And as men, we often work hard to get things done. And that's good. It's one of our main roles. We're problem solvers. We're fixers. We go after answers. It's what we do. But if we're always going, going, and we never disconnect, we're going to run out of energy. 
See, as men, we have to unplug from our hectic schedule. But the constant stress of doing things over and over and never unplugging is something that can really hurt us as men. You say, well, David, you don't understand. I just can't. Plus, you know what? I'm pretty tough. I can handle it. Well, a lot of guys feel this way. They think, oh, I can handle it. And you know what? They can for a while because we're, we're tough. We're men. It's what we do. But eventually, all men unplug. They're either going to do it the right way when they choose to do it, or they're going to do it a wrong way. Some men do it in unhealthy ways. Some men literally get sick. And that's just their body's way of saying, hey, I need rest. If you're not going to stop, I'm going to stop you. Other men do it by having like addictions and things like that, those things to the side. And that's really their way of kind of unplugging. That's why so many men are caught up in it. Some men kind of go nuts and they go and they have affairs and they do stuff like that. And all that is, is themselves trying to find that way to unplug from all the stress. And if we want to win in the long term as men, we've got to learn to unplug. Unplugging will keep us at the top of our game as men in every area of our life. So what we're going to do is we're going to talk through two aspects of unplugging, how we have busyness excuses and how we have some inward journey realities we've got to deal with. And then we're going to cover some practical tips on how to unplug in our lives as men. The first thing we want to talk about is the busyness excuses. And here's the truth. We're busy. Everyone is busy. Ask any man if they're busy and almost every one of them is going to say yes. Because we live in a busy society. And what happens is, as men, is we allow ourselves to get caught up in that busy, in that busy syndrome. I, I really think a lot of guys have what I call the, the, the crazy busy badge syndrome. It's where we wear that busyness as a badge of honor for others to see. It's like having a pin on your chest saying, hey, look how important I am. Look how busy I am. And for a lot of guys, it's their way of showing everybody how busy they are and really showing them how important they are. Busyness for a lot of other men can also be a security blanket. It's that thing that brings us comfort. We kind of wrap ourselves up in it. Hey, I'm so busy. That means I'm important. That means I'm a good man. I'm busy because people think I'm smart. People think I'm good. And so it's kind of that whole thing of where it's almost their way of looking in the mirror and saying, hey, because I'm busy, I'm important to myself. You know, I don't have a weighted blanket, but, you know, weighted blankets are supposed to be the big thing to help people fall asleep. And I think for a lot of men, busyness is kind of like their weighted blanket. It kind of gives them that, that comfort. And it's also, again, like I said, it's something we show off. We feel important, so we tell others how busy we are. We compare schedules with other people. And it gives us that sense of productivity. And men want to feel productive, and that's okay. But busyness is not a way to actually do, be productive. We feel productive, but it doesn't mean we're getting a lot done. It just means we're busy. And there's a reality of being busy. Now, all of us as men, we are busy. We have busy schedules. We have stuff to do. And we have responsibilities. And that's good as men. It's, it's part of who we are. Everyone is busy, though. So you don't want to sit there and try to say, well, I'm busier than you, so I'm better than you, because that's just kind of a weird game to get into. It is often what we do as men, but we really shouldn't. What we have to do is understand that nobody else will take charge of the schedule unless we do. 
we have to combat our busyness. Now, you may have a job that has a busy season. Everybody does. Like uh, you look at guys who are professional football players. You know, the, the football season is their busy season. I mean, they've got games. Their life is just, it's busy from morning to night. And that's a reality. And, and your life may be similar. You may or may not be a professional football player, but I'm sure your job has those busy seasons, those seasons where it's all hands on deck. I knew a guy who was an accountant. And, you know, when you get around tax season, those guys are nonstop. You know, they're putting in 12-hour days easily every day. But they understand that's just the season we're in. So let me ask you this. If you have a job that's like that, what do you let go of during those busy seasons? What do you say, hey, this is my busy season, so I can't do that? See, a lot of men don't do that. We keep working. And we think we can handle our same schedule outside of work, even though work kicks up and is super busy. I've even heard men brag about things like how little sleep they need. Oh, I only get three to four hours of sleep. And they use it as a badge of honor. I, I don't think that's something that's honorable. I think it's actually unhealthy. I worked with a guy who used to brag about that. He bragged about, oh, I don't need that much sleep. Ah, I get maybe four hours of sleep a night. But the truth is, I found out later that oftentimes when he's in his office working and didn't want to be disturbed, he was napping. You know, he wouldn't say he was napping because he was sitting at his desk, but he was falling asleep and he was just sleeping during the day. So he was getting his rest. He was just doing it in a different way. And what we got to do as men is we have to get honest about how busy we are. Now, you can't control everything in your life. I get that. But what can you control? What can each one of us do to make sure we're in charge of our schedules and not our schedules in charge of us? You see, men who are intentional about their busyness and controlling it will be the men who stay fresh for the long run. Now, I'm not saying you won't be busy. Everybody's busy in different ways, but there's a, there's a thing where busyness controls you or you control it. And men who work to control their schedule will accomplish more with their life because they have the energy they need to get the stuff done. They learn how to cut things when they add things. They don't let busyness be an excuse. They don't wear it like a security blanket or a badge. What they do is they look at busyness as an enemy. And they say, okay, I'm going to overcome this enemy. I'm going to conquer this enemy. It doesn't mean you're going to fix everything in your life. But it does mean you're going to begin the process of taking control of who you are as a man and what you're busy for. The second area we want to talk about when it comes to unplugging is we want to deal with some inward journey realities. Now, unplugging means we aren't as, as busy. It means we kind of pull away from everything. And a lot of men don't like that. You see, downtime is something that a lot of people talk about. A lot of men will say, oh, I just need some downtime. I want to get away. I want to do this. I want to do that. But a lot of times they really don't because downtime can mean reflection. Men are not the best at reflecting naturally. Why is that? Well, part of it is, I think, natural. We're just problem solvers. We want to fix things. And when you reflect on your own life, 
yes, you can you can work on fixing yourself, but you also have to look at the inside. You have to look at things like your inner motivations, your intentions. And a lot of guys just aren't comfortable with that. And it's not something that can be easily fixed. It's not like fixing a light socket. You know, you can say, well, I'm insecure. So here, let me, let me change that part out of myself. It doesn't work that way. What you have to do is engage in an inner dialogue and deal with your motivations. And sometimes you have to look at stuff from your past and why you are the way you are. And a lot of guys just don't like to do that. But the thing is, when a guy does... When a guy stops being busy and takes the time to do that, he's going to have a much better life. Now, why do men not like to do that? Well, a lot of times it's because we become the armchair quarterbacks of ourselves. Have you ever watched the game? Like right now, I mean, we just finished up football season at the time of this recording, and we're kind of in the NFL playoffs, and the announcers get on there, and they talk about what a player should have done. Oh, he should have done this. He should have done that. And of course, it's easy for the announcer to say it because he's, you know, looking at a screen from an air-conditioned or heated booth while the player is out there on the field trying to make it happen. And he can't see everything from a bird's eye view like the guys in the booth can. And, and we understand that, but a lot of times we do this to ourselves. I've known men who beat themselves up over the should-have moments of their life. And what happens is a lot of times during reflection times, during quiet times, those men put those same events on slow motion. It's like when you're watching a, a game and they do the slow motion where the person's injured. I hate that because it's just painful to watch. You know, someone's leg get turned or their leg get broken and, and they'll sit there and watch it over and over. And a lot of guys do that with themselves when they make mistakes, things they should have done in their life. They put them in slow motion and they repeat them to themselves. And that's hard to go through. Nobody wants to watch that, especially if it's you. So what a lot of guys do, they just ignore it. They just avoid it. And the way a lot of men do that is just by staying busy. And what they do is it's kind of a game. They'll stay busy, stay busy, stay busy, and they'll keep doing it. And then when they're done, they'll just veg out. You know, they won't have like a reflective time. They won't do that. They'll just veg out. They'll sit in front of a TV and flip channels. They'll play a video game. They'll do whatever. They'll either be crazy busy or they'll be vegging out. And what that does is that keeps a lot of men from doing the reflecting that they need to do. And we've got to remember that reflection adds meaning to our life as men. You reflect on things like your purpose. You know, if we don't reflect on our purpose, we're not really living it. We're just existing. We're just surviving. And I think a lot of men today, the reason they battle with emptiness and really they're not sure what they're doing with their life, they just don't have a purpose. They're not really reflecting on their purpose. A lot of guys never take a chance to really reflect on their schedule and think, am I doing too much? Should I maybe take some things off my plate? What are, what are my priorities? You see, men don't think through things like that because they're not reflecting. They're busy, 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 then they're vegging out. And I get it. Sometimes you just need to veg out. You know, sometimes I come home, I'm tired, and I just sit in front of the TV myself. We just veg out. And there's nothing wrong with that. But you want to have those times of reflection in your life where you reflect on things like your, your motivations. Why am I doing this? Why do I feel the way I do? What's my inner attitude? Why do I get angry so easily? 
Why do I hate this coworker so much? You know, what drives me crazy that that person does? What is it? Why is it that way? And if men don't reflect on that stuff, they'll never deal with it. And they'll always live a shallow life. And what men, what we need to do as men, we need to live a deep life. And reflecting helps us live deeper and more meaningful. Now, I'm not talking about being weird and, you know, lighting incense or sitting in some strange position. You know, you don't have to be that way. I think we have this whole mindset of what reflection is. You know, you have to climb to the top of a mountain and see some guy who, who sits there in a bedsheet all day. No, to reflect is just to think about the whys of your life. You know, reflection can happen for us as men while we're doing other things. And we're going to talk about that in our next tip. But the inward journey is something that adds depth and richness to our lives. The men who unplug and make time for reflection, they're going to discover a whole new side of their life that they never knew. A depth and richness in their life that actually can come through in everything else they're doing. I think a lot of guys who suffer from a midlife crisis mindset are men who've gotten so caught up in their busyness that a lot of them never reflected on their motivations, their reasons for living. And unfortunately, they hit that midlife point and they turn everything to selfishness. Oh, this is about me. I'm going to have some me time. I've been doing everything for everybody else and I'm going to do something for me. So they essentially, what they do is they got busy and then they get older and they realize that, you know, what's the point of my life? So then they jump back to almost this adolescent teenage mindset. Hey, it's all about me. I'm going to do something for me. And they really are still missing out on the same thing. That inner journey exploration, that getting inside of themselves and becoming deep as men. We need deep men. We do. We need men who know how to unplug and reflect on their life. These are the men who change the world. Now, the inward journey, it does take courage. I'm not saying this is easy. I'm saying that we need to dare to be courageous men, courageous men who go on the inward journey adventure, which means we're men who learn how to reflect. Okay, the third area we want to talk about is, is really some unplugging tips. Because you can say, well, Dave, you're, you've said all this about why we need to unplug, why men don't unplug, but how do I do it? What do I do to really unplug? How do we unplug as men? And that's a good question. And that's really the beginning of learning how to do it. You've got to ask the question. You've got to have the desire to do it. Unplugging doesn't happen by accident. It doesn't. It doesn't happen just because you stumble across it. Oh, look, I, I, I'm learning how to unplug. No, you, you've got to be intentional about it. Now, there's different ways to do it. And that's the key to understanding about unplugging. You can hear people who unplug in many different ways. Some of them may resonate with you. Some of them may not. A lot of unplugging depends on things like our personality, the realities of life where we're at right now. You know, the, our age, the age of our children, um, what's going on, what job we do, you know, where we're at in life, uh, all those things kind of fit us. And, and we have to figure out how to unplug ourselves, And that's the beauty of it. Each man has to work through it and find what works best for him. And you know what that is? That's a man leading himself. 
And when we begin to lead ourselves, that's when we become better leaders for others. It all starts with how a man leads himself. Now, you can get ideas from other men. And we all do. I mean, sometimes I've heard ideas, things guys have done, and I thought, hey, I'm going to try that. Or I'm going to try this. Or I may read something that someone else does. And I say, hey, I like that. Let me try that. And that's good. You want to do that. You want to implement them. But then you're going to find what works for you. You're going to find those things that say, okay, this fits me. This fits my personality. This fits where I am in life. All of those things happen. So here's a few unplugging tips and tricks to help. Just some things for you to think about. One of the keys to understand what unplugging is, is rest. Rest is unplugging. Now, rest is sleep, yes, and you should get sleep, and you should be getting a good amount of sleep, and there's all things, all kinds of things you can do to make sure you're getting good sleep. And if you don't get good sleep, that's the first place to start. Why aren't you getting good sleep? What are you doing that might could improve your sleep? And there's tons of articles and experts out there who can help you do that. But if you have to take medication to go to sleep, if you have to do some of these things, you may want to look at, okay, what do I need to do to change my life to where I can actually get sleep? You know, rest is sleep, but also rest is taking the time to not work. Now, understand that I don't mean your job. I mean work. You see, too many men don't rest because they, they work at work, which is good. You should. They're paying you. You should give your very best at work. But then a lot of times we come home and there's a giant list of to-dos at home. We have to fix this. We have to do this. It can get overwhelming. And what men do is a lot of times they just keep adding and they never allow for themselves to power down. And what we have to do as men is learn how to incorporate rest into our week. We've got to learn how to make rest a habit. Now, when I say rest, I don't mean just sleeping. That's part of it. But also, what are you doing to have a time where you're not working, where you're not working on something at the house and not working on something at work, but you're just, you're having a day to do maybe some things that you enjoy, maybe some things that kind of build you up. You know, the Bible talks about a Sabbath. And the Sabbath is a great example because it's an intentional day where you don't work. It's days where you choose not to work. Now, in order to do that, it takes planning and effort on the other days. You've got to say, okay, I'm going to get these jobs done so I don't have to do them on this day. You know, whether, you know, you have a, a Saturday or a Sunday that you choose to do that. It doesn't mean you just sit around and do nothing, but you do things that kind of put energy back into your life. You know, some men, they have hobbies, they have fun activities, they enjoy doing. And those are the things you do on that day. Those are the things you intentionally build into your life. Things that just help you kind of get that energy back. Now, it could be something like a project. You may be someone who loves to build things. And so doing those do-it-yourself projects around the house are your way to do it. And that's cool if that's you. But that may not be you. Those may be a drudgery for you. Well, you want to find those other things. Like some people, physical activity is a way they unplug. And what they do is they incorporate it not into just a day, but into their life. That's where exercise is actually not a bad thing. It's not just about getting six-pack abs. Exercise is a way of dealing with our stress because it's a way of unplugging from everything. 
doing something physical and letting your brain kind of get free of all the stress and worry is something that you want to consider putting into your life. And I'm not saying it has to be something hard. Like I'm not saying you have to go out and run a marathon. But when you look throughout history, some of the great authors and thinkers of our time were men who went for walks regularly. Like Henry David Thoreau, uh, the great author said, you know, I think that the moment my, or this is how he said it, I'll, I'll say it correctly. He said, methinks that the moment my legs begin to move, my thoughts begin to flow. In other words, the more he moved, the more his thoughts kind of worked through and he got away from everything and he was walking. And there's actually scientific evidence about that. You know, your blood flow, your increase in blood to your brain, that it does good things. Albert Einstein was an avid walker. He walked regularly, almost daily. He also slept about 10 hours a day, which could show why his brain was so smart. But he was someone who did that. He was an avid walker. Beethoven walked and he carried paper with him to jot ideas down for music and stuff. We, he didn't have a phone like we have today where you can make a note while you're walking. But he just walked just to walk. And then while he was walking, he would get ideas for stuff. Socrates and Aristotle taught while walking. And that's one thing we have to understand. When you get out and do stuff like play sports, exercise, hunt, hike, whatever it is, a lot of those physical activities kind of help us decompress and they help us to unplug. I was talking with my dad recently and he talked about how kayaking has been that for him. It helps him to kind of get away from the stresses of life because he's thinking about going down a river and he gets done with the day physically exhausted, but mentally he's refreshed. Another way you can do it is to just have good friendships. You know, intentional friendships are a great way of unplugging, spending time with people and having fun. You know, today in our virtual world, a lot of times we don't have those close friends we spend time with. And we've got to make friendships intentional. And in today's active world with people moving so much and doing things, you've got to understand that friendships don't happen just by accident. You've got to go make them happen. You've got to find that way to have friends. You know, the days of having a best friend from kindergarten you've known your whole life, those are rare because people move so much. But you can still have great friends. You can even have great seasons of friendships with people. And that's okay because you have them. Another one a lot of people don't think about is just vacations. You know, vacations can be fun and recharging. It's something you can look forward to. It's something that you can enjoy doing. Plan a vacation that you want to do because vacations are also planned connections with important people in your life. Like when you go on vacation with a family, you make memories that you'll hold on to forever. And a lot of people don't think about vacations as that, but the power of vacations a lot of times is you get away from everything. You also create some great memories with the people you love that will really make you more connected, especially with your family. So vacations are a great way to unplug and you should make that happen. Don't, don't let it happen by accident. Plan your vacations out, do it. Now, another thing is solo getaways. And I call that like a deep thinking retreat. You know, some men will take the time to maybe just take a day or two and they'll get away from everything. You know, either go to a cabin, go to a hotel in the city, go to the beach, the mountains, the woods, wherever. They just unplug from everything and they go and they think about, okay, what's the purpose? Where's my life going? That's not a bad thing to do every, every once in a while, even if it's every couple of years. 
And what you don't want to do is just be that guy who just makes excuses. Well, when things slow down, I'll do some of this stuff. It's not going to slow down. You've got to be intentional about it. Our long-term success as men is dependent on our ability to unplug. So I want you to just take some of these tips, think through them and say, okay, what are some things I can incorporate? Maybe I can do a solo getaway. Maybe I need to make sure we do our vacation as a family. Who do I hang out with? Who are my friends? What kind of physical activity do I do? Could I even just go for a walk each day? And what am I doing to intentionally make sure I have rest in my life? These are things that can help you work for the long-term success. All right, guys, closing out the show today, let's understand that no one can unplug for us. As men, we don't like to be nagged, so no one can nag us into unplugging. We have to step up as men, and we have to lead ourselves. We've got to do this, guys. No one's going to unplug for you. We've got to take control of our schedule and our busyness. Now, if you want some help with that, listen to episode 119, Every Man's Overload Danger, and it'll help you with that. But we have to have the courage to go on that inward journey, to reflect, to contemplate, to think about, okay, what am I doing with my life? What's my purpose as a man? You see, we are deep as men. You are a deep man. You say, no, I'm not like that, Dave. I'm not. No, no, you really are. All men can be deep, and I think all men should be deep. We shouldn't accept the theme of the goofy man that's in TV and movies. I hate that. Because I think every man can be deep. Every man can impact other people's lives. And every man should. I'm not saying you have to be intellectually brilliant. But you can be someone who knows who you are. You know your purpose. And you know what you're doing with your life. I'm not saying that means your life's going to go perfect. It's not. But you know how to navigate that life. And you want to find those things that help you personally unplug. You want to experiment and understand that, hey, this may work. This may not work, or it may work for a season. Find those things that work for you. And when you find what works for you, you'll use that and you'll make a better life and you're gonna make more of a difference in other people's lives. So what we wanna do as men is commit ourselves to being long-term successes. And we do that by learning how to unplug. That gives us the energy we need to live our ultimate adventure. You've been listening to the Confident Man Podcast. Click subscribe so you don't miss a future episode. You can connect with David on Facebook and Instagram at David the Maxwell. Find resources to help you as a man at theconfidentman.me. That's theconfidentman.me.